From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Connors Asabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. Resurrection Sunday There's none like Jesus Hallelujah If you're worshipping with us for the first time You're very, very welcome to Shepherd House International One of the beautiful and biggest churches In the whole of the country The best place to be on a Sunday morning Hallelujah There's no dispute about that at all It is what it is Amen Let's pray Father, this morning, we declare Jesus highly exalted. He's our risen Lord and our risen Savior. We are gathered here as your people and as your children, knowing whom we have believed. We know he was crucified. We know he died. We know he rose again on the third day. We are here this beautiful Sunday morning to indeed pledge our love and allegiance to the cross. The Son of God who loved us and who gave himself for us. I pray that you encourage us to continue to love and to serve you for the rest of our days. Thank you that you don't allow us to leave your presence the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody say, Amen. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. God bless you. Death could not hold him captive. Death could not hold him captive. Hallelujah. Now, one thing you need to understand um, as a Christian here in this beautiful country is that we have to really push ourselves and do better in serving the Lord. What do you think about that? Yes. Because there are moments in the year or there are days in the year where churches are normally packed. And one of them is a day like this. If you, if you look around, people are flying kite. Yeah. OGS night, yes, is one of them. Because everybody wants their sins to be washed away in the, with the past year. So, so that one we know. They have Christmas morning. People don't come to church. They say it's family time. I find it an insult when people say that Christmas morning is family time. So I don't know who else is not family. I know your family. Who's your family? What do your families do for you? Your families come to church? Your family don't come to church with you? What kind of family is that? It is a person who comes with you. That person is your family. <laughs> And on Good Friday, hey, everybody goes to church. Then on Resurrection Sunday, it's even something else. So when you look around, you see the empty chairs. You see that you should really force. Because many people are still living in ignorance and in darkness. And God did not create heaven for heaven to be empty. And to go to heaven, you have to be here first. You can't pass the, the conservancy and go to heaven. You have to come to church first. Yeah, there's a process. There's a way to go to heaven. And so, looking around, you have to understand that we have to be very, very, very strong in standing, um, you know, for what we believe in and, and to prove that indeed this God we serve is a real God. And that's why this day is even very important because for all your religious who are dead, no, none of them has ever come back to life. Yeah, they are, they are rotting. They are bones. Some of them, their teeth is still showing like that. Ah, the score. If you see it, you, you even laugh. None of them ever came back. My father died many years ago. My mother died many years ago. They are not. They can't come back. They cannot. There's only one person. There's only one person. I, I, yeah, there's only one person. 
There's only one man <laughs> whose name is Jesus Christ. And it is not it is not so simple. If you like, die and come back. You try. I mean, no problem. You, you want to drown? We can take you to the water here and drown you. <laughs> if you like. You want to hang yourself? I think this 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 bar is better. We can. Yeah, we have a Passandre has a rope. We can hang you right here. And just put it around your neck. We take off the table. And we see your, your, your tongue coming out like that. And then when you finish, we'll just be here. When you go, we'll be watching you. When you come back and say, please remove the rope for me. <laughs> on the third day. Not, not five minutes after. On the third day. Are you following? So what we are into is not a joke at all. Unlike the jokers who are next door with images and flags and all of it. It's not by flag. Nobody died on any flag. It's not by statutes. It's not by buildings. It, it is by the power of the grave. He went down into the grave. He rose again and he holds the key of death and hell. That is the person we are following. Hallelujah. That's the person we are following. And because of the power he has, there's so many things he can offer us. Now, now, there's nobody who has a certain support who doesn't go around bragging. People like to brag, isn't it? Even if you have a lot of clothes, you go around dressing up. Now, so? Yeah, you dress up and thing. I'm sure everybody feels nice when they dress up, no? Yeah, yeah. There's not a single person here who's not happy about what he's wearing and coming to church. If you are not happy, please take off the clothes. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you had, you had all morning to dress up. You look at your face in the mirror, and then you said, "Yeah, I am wonderfully and fearfully made." And then you—it's just a lipstick you forgot, but you came back. And you put a lipstick on upon your lip. And then you went for your, your fancy nude strap something something shoes. Yeah. And then you like that. Uh-huh. Like that. Long. This is what? Four inches? I think it's about four inches. <laughs> Let me see. The, the first uh-huh, is good. Andrew, that's about four inches? Three inches? Three inches. Well, that's about two. It's about two inches. About three. Okay. Why don't you stand on about 12? Let's, let's see who can. We should do it. With 12 apostles. What is three? Yours is what? Yours is fine, huh? Hey, I hope it doesn't break, oh. Shall we put this for you, huh? Shall we guys, oh? Guys for nice things. <laughs> Some of the men, they can't even buy shoes. They don't know the size. <laughs> if you allow them to go and buy, what they will bring you say, oh, please. <laughs> no, not that thing. <laughs> but uh, is that 12 inches? Is there something like that? 12 inches? Six. Six is the highest. Oh, please. I, I, I want to challenge you. <laughs> Six is too short. Uh, six is too short. Let's go 12. It's possible. Yeah. I don't fancy women. Let's go 12. Yes, that's that. Can we go in the challenge 12? Oh, stick with one. One inch is okay. Okay. All right. So even with the men, they should do something for us. Cover your shoe, it should have been 12 inches old. Ah, shit. Are you challenging Reverend Grimmel today? Are you challenging him today? <laughs> Charlie, Pastor Gav, where we going? Come, come, come. Let's see what happens. Pastor Gav, come back, smile. <laughs> Jesus rose from the dead. Uh-huh. Charlie, look at my pastor, smile. Yeah, come up, come up, come up. <laughs> come up, man. Oh, if you can't see this, you can stand up. Oh. Come, come, come here. We shall have had a video that will project them. One on my right, one on my left. That are the two thieves. Okay. <laughs> you, you win today, right? Calvin said he wins today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they should create uh, heels for us, no? Then we can also work on heels. You may want to start. 
Yeah, these my pastors, they're always competing about shoes. Yeah, Pastor Calvin says he, he's one today. I think I, I can't help you to choose today. No, you, you choose. <laughs> All right, please clap for my wonderful pastors. Beautiful. I like their shoes. One of these Sundays, we are going to go on a shoe competition. Yeah, some of the shoes are too black. <laughs> too black. Yeah, especially the guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't pay attention to your shoes at all. Uh-huh. I know the ladies' competition will be more exciting. But at least the men we will have to try. Reverend Keith, you have to try some. Uh-huh. You have to do some competition. Yeah. Oh, you win. Black shoe. Come you. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, isn't it beautiful? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, many, many years ago, you know, <laughs> we've, been, we've been very, you know, uh, I feel that sometimes we, we were very kind of brought up in a very, you know, disciplined way, not, not to be too extravagant and all of that. Uh, you see, it, 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 it all kind of, you have to be very uh, relevant to, to a particular environment. And um, the person we are following already is <laughs> glorious. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, the person we are following, his color alone is glorious. You are so dark. And he said, you wear black shoes on top. <laughs> Sometimes you got to, you know, see it and, you know, apply a bit. As a guy, I think the guys, uh, Jesus is risen from the dead. Death could not hold your shoe captive. What are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, dress up and think and feel nice. And um, let's glorify God. What do you think? Luke chapter 24. The realities of the resurrection. Half an hour by the gifts of God and we're done. What is today? Is cook up? What do you eat today? Fish and bread. Fish and bread. Okay. Andre. Fish and bread. Resurrection <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> you go into the boat, you go to the <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Fish and bread. <laughs> but what is what is what is there? It's what? Shine fry, shine rice. And fish on Resurrection Sunday. Prince, is it true? Sister, Resurrection Sunday, what do we eat after church when you go home as a family? Fish cook up. Smoke, smoke fish cook up. And shrimp. It's the end of Lent, so it's more seafood. Oh, so it's seafood day today. But I don't know if this is in the seal. Octopus is in the seal. The squid. Yeah, shark and all of them. I see. TikTok, what do you do? Research Sunday. You just go on TikTok. And <laughs> you beat your hair on the Research Sunday. <laughs> I see. So it's a fish. It's a fish season. I see. Okay. Why not? Okay. So if you go to the restaurant today, you, you ask for you ask for fish. You eat chicken. Come and say you eat chicken. <laughs> All right. Luke chapter 24. Is that what I said? Yes. The realities of the resurrection. I mean, it, it is it is it is alleged that it's not possible. You can't die and, and come back from the dead. You know. But that is, a, that is one of the major things that differentiates Jesus Christ from everybody else. Buddha. Uh, there's not even a name that I can mention. You get it? It's, 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 it's blasphemous. And it's an insult to mention a name in the class of Jesus Christ. There's, there's nothing like that. Because there's, there's no other name. Because Jesus is not even a person. Jesus is God. 
And if you, if you provoke me, we will go into the Bible from now to tomorrow morning about Jesus is God. <laughs> Jesus is God. And so we have to kind of understand, and this is a bit more apologetic, right? This is, this, there's a, there's a, an area of, 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 of Christianity, and, and a few people are specialized in it. We, we have school of apologetics. Those who've done the school, you understand what I'm saying. It is an area that seems to prove the Bible. Because people find things in the Bible, so the Bible is not real, the Bible is not accurate. Why did Peter say, uh, uh, Luke said this, then John said that, and then Matthew said that? Why are the three saying three different things? Why are they all saying something? There are people who specialize in apologetics. I think we started at PK Plus yesterday, isn't it, G? Yeah, we had a small Zoom meeting. It's not small, we had a, a big Zoom meeting yesterday, and um, we had a few people. A couple of people who joined, but one of the gentlemen who a pastor's son was saying that, you know, he's he's at a university right now. When he finishes, he wants to um, do his PhD or doctorate, doctorate in theology, and he wants to specialize in apologetics. You get it? I think you should go to Mampong. It's better to go to Mampong. <laughs> There's no doctorate than Mampong. <laughs> you get a PhD when you go to Mampong and come back. <laughs> I hope we'll be able to encourage him to, to do that. But apologetics is you know, a, a branch of um, theology, if you, if you want to call it, that kind of defends the Bible and defends the Word of God. Because many people can defend the Word of God. Let me give you an example. One is what I'm talking about now, the realities of the resurrection. Because it's not that Jesus died and rose again, but it, what, 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 is, it, is it real? Can you prove it? That's what we want to talk about. Just two points and we are done. But for example, if you, if you meet people who go to school like Muslims who dispute the Bible, you'll be very confused. You'll be very confused because they'll pick up things. They'll pick up a yeah, school of apologetics in defense of the gospel. They'll pick up. It's available if you want it. You can see the media uh, folks and they'll, they'll let you have a copy. They can bring out things from the Bible. For example, somebody says that why did Peter have a sword? Why did Peter cut off the... If Jesus was not a, a rebel, a rebel, if he was not, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, running an insurrection. Because remember, if you watch Maria Magdalena, for those of you who have uh, listened to me to watch it, it's on Netflix. Sam, have you finished watching it, Sam? Have you finished? You finished? It takes you a lot of time, oh. Yeah, there's a series on Netflix. That's the only thing that got me into Netflix since I signed up for Netflix how many years ago. I don't even watch it. The only thing that got me, got me onto uh, Netflix for a period of a couple of weeks was a series called Maria Magdalena. So those who have Netflix... Watch our kind of fancy things. I'm giving you something to watch. Yeah. When you watch, yeah, that's it. Maria Magdalena. This is Mary Magdalene. She acted, she's, she's one of the greatest. Forget about, forget about the Hollywood people. This is real Bible wood. Bible wood. I tell you. Great actress. I mean, forget about Will Smith. <laughs> And look at Maria. It's on Netflix. Go for it. Look for it. It will, it will help. Yes. Is that Tasha? Yes, Tasha. Yeah, you and Dale sit down, drink, pop some non alcoholic champagne, and watch Maria Magdalena. You love it. When you start, you will not stop. The only, the, you see, Netflix, you can download Netflix for, for a period, isn't it? The only thing that I downloaded from Netflix to carry with me a watch as I travel, because I, it was, it, it's so, it's so perfectly put together. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And so, if you have Netflix, not NCN, Netflix, <laughs> not Channel One, you go look for it. It'll be a blessing to you. Now, when you, when you watch that series. They portrayed Barabbas, Barabbas, as, as the head of a rebellion. 
He led an insurrection because remember the Romans in the days of Jesus, you know, that's why they took him to Pilate. Rome was ruled by the Romans. No, in Jerusalem, Israel was ruled by the Romans. Just like Putin is trying to go to Ukraine and to take over Ukraine. So the Romans from Rome, all right, Caesar and uh, all these people, his old, old guys, you know, Caesar, <laughs> this Alexander the Great, all these Greek, this empires from the Medes, the Persians, the Romans. Remember, Daniel had a dream and then it was explained. Oh, was it? Well, it was Daniel's dream. And talk about the kingdoms that will come. All right? It was the Medes, the Persians, the Romans, and things like that. So after the Medes and the Persians, of which Nebuchadnezzar was Babylon. Babylon, the Medes, the Persians. After Nebuchadnezzar, his son became funny and the Medes and Persians took over. You get it, where the Greek kingdom came in. And then after that, this is history. Then after that, then came the Roman Empire, which has been strong up to today. Because the Roman Empire is the Europeans. They form a NATO, North Atlantic Trade Organization, trying to fight Putin and all kinds of things they are doing. So the Roman Empire is still there. But it is in the formation of the Roman Empire that Daniel said he saw a, a stone from nowhere come and hit the, um, um, the image and it fell into pieces. And so in the days of, of, of uh, Jesus, the Romans were controlling Israel. That's why you have Pilate. Pilate is not Jewish. Pilate is Roman. So if you watch the movie of Jesus, you see them, they have this hat, the Roman soldier, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, a sword. That's, those are from Rome. They, dominate, they dominated the world at a, at a point. So Pilate was the one who was in charge of Israel. And then you have Caesar. Caesar was there. Caesar was there. Pilate was there. So when Jesus was tried, he wasn't tried by the Pharisees because they were not the ones in charge. Pilate was the judge. So Pilate was the one who, who, who uh, they, they, they accused Jesus in, in, in front of. And that's why Pilate said, no, I don't see anything wrong. Pilate was the, the governor. He was running like the British came here and they controlled us. As the British went to Ghana, they controlled Ghana. It was the same thing. So you have governors who control uh, uh, um, their countries. You get it? And so as they were controlling them, there were groups of people who were rising up to kind of fight the Romans. And, and, and things like fighting the British, fighting the Dutch, and fighting them. They don't want any colonization. It was like colonization. <laughs> like coffee. You know coffee. So Barabbas was somebody like that. It is portrayed in Maria Magdalena. You get it? And so when Jesus came around, people also thought that he was like that. And so some people followed Jesus because they thought he was going to, when he spoke about the kingdom of God, they thought that he was going to remove the, the Roman Empire and bring something else. Yeah. That's, that's how it was. So when Jesus came, <laughs> people were very, very excited about him because they were looking for freedom and liberty from the Romans. So there are people especially the Muslim scholars, they try to portray Jesus as a rebel leader. And they bring up why Peter had the sword. If Jesus was a peaceful man, <laughs> if Jesus was a kind man, why was Peter holding a sword when they went to the garden? He was not a peaceful man. He armed his people. And there's a verse in the Bible that says that, oh, uh, when, now I send you, don't take it, but take a sword for a purse. Take a, you, see, you, see, you see, the man was a rebel. He's not no savior. You, you hear people like that, you say, no, 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 I ain't going to church no more. Because when you hear something bad about me here, it, it, it keeps you away. How much more Jesus? <laughs> yeah. And Simon Peter having a sword, drew it, and smote the high priest servant, and cut off his right ear. If Jesus was such a good man, why was his bodyguard carrying a sword? And he cut off somebody's ear. Thou shalt not kill. Look at So what is it? They can, they can really mesmerize you. And so there are also a group or a branch of uh, theology that also rises up to defend these things. So one of the things they say is, for example, that Jesus didn't rise on the third day. Because if he died Friday 3 o'clock, Saturday 3 o'clock is one day, Sunday 3 o'clock is two days. Monday 3 o'clock is three days. Why are you saying Sunday mother he rose on the day on the third day? It is not true. It's a lie. What are you going to say? Because indeed, it's not three days. 
<laughs> so why are you still saying that Jesus rose from the dead? And Jesus wasn't born on Christmas Day. As for that one, it's a fact. There's no scripture in the Bible that says Jesus was born on Christmas Day. But it doesn't have to be Christmas Day to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. That is a, that, it's the same thing as like the Sabbath, when they come with the Sabbath. The Sabbath is Saturday. Your church members work on Saturday. What are you going to say about that? Then Paul comes in Colossians and says, don't let anybody judge you by the celebration of a day. Because Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath anyway. So you have to, you have to be very firm and strong in what you're doing. And we've been doing this for a very long time. We could have done anything else. But we are doing this, we've been doing it for a long time. So you have to, be, you have to fortify yourself. Are you, are you, are you with me? Yeah. And so they can say that three days, it's not three days. So for those of you who don't know, let me just quickly say it before I go on. The Jews counted days very different from our 24 hours. So in their time, a day was from 6 to 6. That's what we fast from 6 to 6. So 6 to 6 is one day. They don't count the night. They count 6 to 6 is a day. Then another 6 to another 6 is another day. So if you do it like that, you see that the time Friday to Sunday morning was, was three days. The days are shorter. You, you, you have to know how they used to think in those days. Otherwise, you think modern timings and say, um, ah, 24 hours to make a day. It's, it's, it's us who use that. The Jews don't use those things. Just 12 hours is a day to them. So when they say three days, it means it's 36 hours. It's, it's three days. So count this in your head and see if it's not three days, you rose from the dead. So you have to know, so nobody kind of, I see, we, we sometimes don't come across people who challenge us, so we are, we are cool. <laughs> we are cool. We don't even read and understand. But I'm talking about the realities of the resurrection because the resurrection, it happened. It took place. It took place. Jesus died and he rose again. The Bible says in Luke chapter 24 <laughs> that but very early on Sunday morning the woman went to the tomb taking the spices they had prepared. Now, this is what we know about women. You see, again, we will read the Bible. The Bible must become our lives. Are you there? The Bible must become our life. So, whatever you read in the Bible, you have to live it. So, when you look into the Bible, it's not that the, the women, the women, they don't like to do certain things. Women don't like using broom anymore. They don't want to sit down and they want some man for sweep. <laughs> but if you look at it, very early on Sunday morning, some women they sleep late. But they woke very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb taking the spice they had prepared. So they may have pre- they must have prepared maybe a day before, or maybe they woke up a little earlier and prepared a spice. And the verse 2 says, they found, and, and, and taking the spice they had prepared, they found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. I think there's an image or something like that they were showing us. The stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So it's, like, it's just like you're going to visit your mother or your father. You don't live in the same place with your, your, your parents. And you're going to visit them. And when you get to the, the house, you see that the front door gate is open. Then, ah, why is mommy and daddy's door open like that? And you know your parents, they don't like to keep doors open. Now when you enter the house, then the door, the, the, the door to the house, the entrance to the house, is also open. I mean, you wonder what's going on. They found the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. And so they went in. But they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. So you enter, you go to your, your mother's house, and the, the, the gate is, the fence, the main gate is open. You go into the house, the house is open, the door is open, 
Now you go inside, you are, ah, mommy, 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 mommy. There's nothing, there's no sound. That's, you open every room, mommy is not there. And you know, you, 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 the last time you said bye-bye to mommy was last night, and she was okay. And you just came early this morning, and all the doors are open, and mommy, mommy is not there. You can imagine your, your, your reaction. And this is what happened. These women fell in love with the son of man, the son of God. They followed him for years. And they, they, he died. They, he was crucified. He was treated very badly. He rose again. And they didn't know. So the morning, they, are, they, want, they want to pay their respect to the Lord. To go and just put some spices on his body. To preserve his body. So, he, you know, he doesn't rot and smell and, and that. Even in his death, people wanted to preserve him. How much of him was alive? The Bible goes on to say, verse 4. As they stood there, puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? <laughs> Why are you looking for the dead? Isn't it? Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee. That the son of man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and that he would rise again on the third day. So Jesus said it clearly to his disciples that he will be betrayed, he will be crucified, but on the third day he will rise from the dead. But it was like Nancy stories. It's just like you and me that we preach, we talk, we advise. You don't pay attention to it until something happens to you. Oh, Bishop said it. <laughs> it's like that. So they also they were like that. Jesus said, "I'll die and rise again." It, it didn't even register. So when Jesus was crucified, they were sad and all of that. And when he rose again, like this is when they went clearly. They were eyewitnesses. They were clear eyewitnesses. Of the, the went and the, the, the tomb. So the first reality of the resurrection is the empty tomb. The tomb that was empty. The tomb that was empty is the first reality of the resurrection. Because looking at this story, what happened is that you see, so when they, when they saw this, they, 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 they went to tell these guys something. They went to, um, uh, so, they, they, so they rushed back from the tomb to tell uh, his 11 disciples, verse 9, right? It's important to read this part before. So they rushed, okay? That, then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, is it Joanna or Joanna? Is it Joanna or Joanna? Joanna. You should add A and make it Joanna. <laughs> Joanna married the mother of James and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. All right? But the story sounded like nonsense to the men. <laughs> it sounded like nonsense to the men. So they didn't believe it. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. I mean, this is probably staged. It's either it is true Oh, this whole thing was staged. Now, remember that when Joseph of Arimathea begged Pilate for Jesus' body, he went to put him in a tomb. Okay? And then the chief priest, the Pharisee, the chief priest and coast went to Pilate and said, There's something, something is not right. This man, even they, they remembered, they remembered that Jesus, in his preaching, one of his sermons, he said that he would die and rise. 
So they told Pilate that as, as long as they are alive, this Jesus, he was something else. Oh. So the disciples would go and steal his body and come and tell us that the man is so powerful that he died and he rose again. So they knew, they knew that something like this could happen. And so they wanted to prepare themselves for any eventuality. And so they requested that Pilate put his, his seal on the, 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 the tomb. Which means that in those days, if you see a king's seal, it's a no-go area, out of bounds. Like you go to a shop or you go to a restaurant and they say, what, staff only. They have a door, they have a sign on it, say staff only. You don't go through those doors. No parking here or by other management. You don't park your car there. I remember uh, about three days ago or so, I went to town and I was looking for parking around the Bank of Guyana area there. And I saw a parking. Uh, Patricia, I don't know whether you were there. I should have called you to give me parking. <laughs> so I saw a, a parking in a corner, corner somewhere by the Bank of Guyana, heading, going towards the, 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 the museum. There. One parking spot. So, me, I excuse myself in there. Then one of the guys who, sell, who sells these um, mosquito meshes nets came and said, I can't park there. I said, what do you mean I can't park here? He said, it is for the bank. It's for the director or somebody. I said, look at this, this spot is far away from the bank. Who is going to park here? He said, brother, if you, if you park here, they will come and leave a car behind you and they would never come and remove the car until they close from work. <laughs> Is it true? So when he said that, I think I said, all right, okay, you know what? <laughs> this nonsense means they bond but to leave your car behind me, it means I have to go into the bank looking for somebody, and they can easily see that they don't know who, so I, 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 I didn't park there. It paid me pay because I was looking for parking for a long time. <laughs> That's why I, I, I want the parking meter, parking station. I don't know who fought that thing. Yeah, whoever fought it, uh, they should do something to him. Because the center of town is so chaotic without regulated parking. But you see, we like we, we, we like waiting, no? We like waiting. We like we like waiting. But you see how people are, are going to the new road from Mandela to Eccles taking pictures. Actually, we are we are a very unique group of people. I even saw a pastor in his suit and tie taking pictures on Facebook. Road, I mean, come on, get out of here. I used it yesterday. I used it yesterday. And they have to, and, and I think they are doing it. When you get to Echoes, they use, you see the traffic. <laughs> because everybody drives free. Then you get to one road at the back of Echoes. So I see that they are, they are continuing. They are continuing something maybe all the way to Diamond. But I'm just asking myself, even at Diamond too, there will be the same. So you have to have something without any interruption straight from there to, to let's say, the, the, the Linden Highway. Now, you see, and this is what sometimes prophet says it. If you travel abroad, you see this. Those of us who have traveled, you see it. You're on a highway, then you see exit. Then you see Exit. So they should give us something like that. Give us exit, echoes, exit, farm, exit, diamond, exit, friendship, exit, Craig, exit, supply, like that, all the way to the highway. So if you want to come off the highway, you go off very nicely in a certain U-turn, even under a bridge. Oh, you should give me a minister for public, public works. <laughs> I remove a jail from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the Easter convention. You should give us a road. It's not a good thing. Easter convention. <laughs> yeah. So there was a seal, which meant that nobody can touch the stone that had been rolled to cover the entrance of the tomb. Are you, are you following me? Are you with me? There's nobody in Jerusalem who will ever try. And who will want to try but his disciples? Who will try? Do you think uh, anybody else will try? Barabbas will try? 
Barabbas doesn't care about Jesus and his body. The only people who were interested were probably the disciples and then the women. The, the, the boys, the men and the women. But you see that the men, when he was arrested, they all ran away. The, the only person who was at the cross was John. So it is unheard of that Peter, Peter denied Jesus three times. Right there when, when that small girl asked him. So they didn't have the courage. You see, when, 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 you, when somebody close to you die, you ain't got no energy. That's why when you wear short skirt and short dress and your body's showing, it's like if nobody is dead, the death is not serious. And then it's just like my call, people wasting at the place. <laughs> Black and out. They, there was no energy because they, 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 they scattered. They, they were all scattered. Peter denied it was only John. Matthew went back to GRA. Yeah, to go and do tax collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew he probably went back to fishing. Pretty possible. <laughs> then, even if you say the disciples were the ones who stole Jesus' body, the Bible says that when they put Jesus in the tomb, Pilate organized soldiers, Roman soldiers, not Guyanese police, Roman soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Not Guyana Defense Force, Roman soldiers. Ah. Take guards and secure it the best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. Now, who, who's going? Is it Peter? A small girl asked Peter. Peter said, Me know the man. <laughs> who's, 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 the, who's, who's that? Me know he. You think that anybody is going to go and face this Roman uh, uh, dominators, this Roman uh, colon, colon, colonists, that they were going to face them as some Jesus who is dead, who said he's the son of God? You think so anybody wants to risk their life for such a venture? So it is out of the question that anybody went, and even if you had, if you go there, the seal is there, so it's a crime to open the, the tomb without Pilate's uh, permission then you have to overcome the soldiers to be able to even open the tomb. And then the tomb was so, so heavy that it takes a lot of people to do the rolling. That is why when the women went and they found that the, 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 tomb, the, the stone had been rolled away, it was a big shock. That's why when Peter also came and he also saw it, he was also very, very shocked. Because he said, ah, what has happened? And so the tomb that was empty is one of the greatest proofs of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The only reason is that nobody came to see the body. The man just walked up. He just, he just got up. He just walked away. <laughs> he, just, uh, he just left the house. He just, he just walked out of the house himself. He just got up and left the linen uh, clothes and he just walked out. And the reason why, have you asked yourself the reason why he didn't need the linen clothes? It's not, it's not Tetrix. <laughs> it's not polyester. Linen. The empty linen wrappings. They saw the empty linen wrappings. Why? Because he didn't need any, any dress. When you rise from the dead, you're already clothed. Yeah, no, there's no, nobody will see your body. There's, there's, there's like a, 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 your body is, is a dress itself. Otherwise, Jesus, if it wasn't like that, then Jesus would have woken up and said, what? Where's my cloth? So, so he, will, he will just cover himself and, and try and peep around and see who watching he. He didn't need the linen wrappings. Because when he rose from the dead, he was already clothed. And he went out. If you look at the account, the Bible says the right account is what Matthew gave. He said that there was an earthquake. Go, go back up there. Go back up. Luke chapter 24. Go back up there. Let's see. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. Why? An angel earthquake. 
earthquake tells me something supernatural is happening. If you hear earthquakes, earthquakes are very serious. There's a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven. It can only take somebody who's not human to roll the stone which has pilot steel and has a Roman soldier guarding it. It's, it's not federal, federal management security people who sleep in the night or, or RK security who sleep in the night. This is Roman soldier. For an angel of the Lord came down and he rolled aside the stone and he used the stone as a chair. I'm sure you were drinking coconut water. <laughs> and Bible says what? If you go to verse 2, what does he say? He said, his countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. What happened to people? And for fear of him, the Roman soldiers did shake and they became as dead men. So their only excuse is when they went to report. If you go down the, 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 the chapter, they went to report and then they were told to keep quiet. Don't let anybody know. And they gave them money to be quiet. Right? So the second reality of the resurrection is even the Roman soldiers themselves. Because how do you allow somebody to come and thief a body from where Pilate has signed his seal and said, nobody comes here without my permission. How do you allow that to happen? It means that the Roman soldiers should have been killed. They can't be given a lifestyle. Now when they were, they were going, behold, some, uh-huh, and as the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priest what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, you must say Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping and stole his body. Hey. So you were there when they stole his body. So, so what is your job? What is your, your, your helmet of salvation? Your wrong sword? What, what is your purpose there? You have disgraced pilot. Pilate's seal is on the tomb and you are there and Peter who is a fisherman he is not a trained soldier he has come rolled a stone taken away the body and what are you doing? Sleeping on a job? That's a crime! TikTok on a job? That's a crime! <laughs> What's happening on a job? That is a crime! How can a security man be guarding a place and then thieves come there? And then when the owner comes, you say, you know what? I didn't see anything. <laughs> you see, one day, thieves came into our, our church in, uh, in a scheme. You remember? And there was a young man who used to live in a church there. So he called me. When he woke up in the morning, he called me. He said, he said Reverend, it looks like somebody has broken into this place. So, I wasn't living far from the church, so I drove from the house, I went to the church. He took me around. I saw where the supposed uh, thieves came in from. And then we, I went upstairs to the office. I mean, my office door was ajar. There was a room that, you know, we do our private things also as a church. That, that room was also you know, open. We had some few uh, offering in there, right? The, the, the cabinets were broke, were broken. He took the offering. Laptops were gone. Papers, books all over the ground. They even went, you know, in, in that my office, I had some small uh, uh, something I created. <laughs> they went down into the little kitchen I have with a small fridge. They took out my drinks and that, oh, I mean, there's a thief who came to take the pastor's drink also. Fridge came into the fridge. And the, some, I don't know why they didn't take all. They left some on the floor. It was a whole mess. I have pictures of it up to today. Kajonis even came to take pictures and report. It's in Kajonis on record. Then I asked the guy, so all of this while you were sleeping? He said, yes, Reverend, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> you see, it's only in a church you can do that thing. 
It's only in a church that you can, you can do that and you don't go to jail. When we, I went to report at the police station, they came back. They came. And they came around, fingerprints. And all. Up to today, nothing has come out of the thing. <laughs> fingerprints like some professional. Up to today. When the police came and they were asking questions, and then I said, oh, this my boy was here all the time. They laughed. <laughs> I'm sure they said, this pastor, he's too Christian. He's too, Christian. He's too much of a Christian. This boy was here, and money and computers are gone, and he said he was asleep. He didn't hear anything. Pastor, please come down from heaven. We are here on earth, okay? I mean, you see, the church, the church is a place where a lot of people hide and, and become lazy. I've been talking about it lately. Those around me, I've been talking about it for almost like a week or two now. I've been talking about that. And when I start talking about something for a while, it, it is always true. Because the few people who have left us, you see how hard they are working out there. But when they were in the church, they didn't have money to even buy food. I had somebody staying here in Macarius' house. I would have to come and buy gas for them to cook. Yes, can you imagine? I said, but there's, there's bush cook. You don't know bush cook? No, I can't do bush cook. And I will have to, I have to be a pastor with compassion and buy gas. Bring a stove here, my old stove. I push it aside and I buy a new one. I bring it here and I bring them a gas bottle and the gas bottle is empty. When you come, your face is sour. Is everything all right? I say yes, Bishop. I said, no, no, why your face is not. What happened? Have you eaten today? I said, no. I said, ah. So what was happening? There's no gas. When they leave the church, they buy gas every month to cook. When you come into the and that's what it is. You should you should watch. Many people come to the church, they, they blame the church for not you see when Daniel Daniel was around, Daniel came for a few a few months, he went back. He, he met a lady who used to come to our church. And he told the lady, oh, I will see you in church on Sunday. He said, I don't go to that church no more. I don't go to that church no more. So he said he was surprised. He didn't know that the lady wasn't coming to our church. It was when he left, the lady was in the church. So three years, the lady, four years, the lady doesn't come. So oh yeah, no, she doesn't come anymore. She, the lady told me that her spirit has left our church. So she's no more in the flesh. She's in the spirit now. <laughs> You know how people say nonsense? You see, when, when people talk, talk nonsense, I want to also do apologetics with them. She's living in fornication. She has a spirit to choose from a church. Let's bring it back. You are living home. And then your job is that you have a shop in town. You are selling whips. And handcuffs. And dildo. And then you come to the church, and then I didn't tell the ashes, I didn't tell, I didn't tell her where Godi is there. don't let that woman come to the church again. You come, we pray with you, you offer, we sing, and everything. Now you have the audacity to tell me after a few years that you, you come to your spirit left the church. Your spirit is a bad spirit, so it should go. It should go. Your spirit is a bad spirit. judge for yourself you come to the church you have so much trouble so many problems and we don't we don't reject you we flow with you everything then one day you rise up like we are bad people you are you are the bad you are the bad person not you are the bad person you are the bad person because we we, we have been when we came here to do 17 years we are still doing it we have not changed our mind you are the one who came and has changed your mind to go back Danny said, what? Oh, so I'll come and visit your church. Then she asked Danny, you could do that? He said, yeah, why can I not do that? Oh, the church has changed then. Now if Danny can come and visit her church, that means that the church has changed. We have not changed. We don't believe in our church members visiting our church. We don't believe in that. It's in the Bible. It's not that I don't want, I don't want you to go to any church. The Bible says, if you are planted, you flourish. And that's what we promote. Be planted. It's apologetics. Why do you want to be visited? So how many Sundays do you want to visit churches? You must be planted. The 
there must be, you see, a young lady was telling me, a young lady got a, a, a job the other day. And she was telling me, okay, the job sometimes, one week could be night. So she would close around 2 a.m. And then where the job is from her house is very far. So she was suggesting, okay, you know what? She was asking me, is it okay if the week that I have the late night, if, if I can sleep somewhere else, and then the week that I close on time, I sleep in the house? I said, no. A woman can have that thing around her. How do you know whether it's a man you're sleeping with? I mean, you can't create some, that thing around you. You have to have a straight life. I said, no, no, no. You should ask your boss to do something for you. Otherwise, the two him, you should find a helicopter and go to your house. It's funny. But every one week, you sleep somewhere. No, 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 no. Who, who wants a daughter like that? Who wants a wife like that? Who wants a girlfriend like that? You think your, your boyfriend, the one who sexes you illegally, who's yours, you think he will allow you to spend the, 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 a week somewhere because of your job? You see how he ring down your phone like he's a madman. The way you come to the church and the pastor is doing the same thing, then you find that control rather. So the pastor can't love you and care for you. You find the control. So the church, what do you mean by the church has changed? What do you mean by the church has changed? What do you mean by the church has changed? How did I get into all of that? The realities of the resurrection. Apologetics. Gas, they are here. Gas, they come by gas. They buy gas. Then, after that, I'm talking about the laziness. Those who were sleeping when the body was stolen. Our <laughs> key security. <laughs> Think about it. And, and for many of you, it's the same thing. You are in the church. You are not, you can you see, uh, so someone like, um, 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 I told my pastor, Pastor Job, I told him, I said, Job, you got a wife, you got two children, you're in Esekibo. There's not much thing in Esekibo. You got to do double work. I said, you work there and do security in the night. Because you got wife, you've gone to the mission field with wife and two children. You, you're a lazy boy if you don't have money. Because the eight to five in a suitable is peanuts. You don't have any skill, you don't have any qualification. A suitable, they pay you less outside Georgetown. That's right, Sammy. And so you are on the mission field, you have to build a church. You have a wife who just gave birth. We came from Ghana just now. You can't make me look like I'm a bad man. Because when I came here, I do you, do you think the prophet looks bad that I came here? Do, that, that's perfectly look bad to you. That, that's perfect look like somebody who is a very, God forbid, a wicked man by looking at me here. Is that the impression you get? You get the impression that my father is a rich man. Nine acres of land. You, you can't even control the land. Now you look, you, you, if you have to park your car at the car park and walk to take your children to the bank, you see how you'll be tired. <laughs> so much space when you go to Georgetown the place is so choked up and so little you wonder is this where we're, we're with a big mouth we're here like we're big men look where we are and this place is, is, is filled just now this place is packed already this place is already packed yeah so I said don't be in a secret as a lay pastor and do 8 to 5 and say I can't work more because of the church you don't have a hundred people. In the church, it's two people or five people you have. Don't bring yourself. Then you say that, oh, I was let me do a sickable. I, I have authority over money, but you see what is happening. Money, you see. Charlie, you see this thing here. Oh, we are waiting for GRA to give us some concession to buy our sheetrock. It's millions. A person invited me to preach at his, his anniversary. Then he said, please, can you take offering for me? I want you to take offering for me. I should have said, when I take, will you give me 50%? <laughs> At least 50%. Less, less, less. I'll take it, but give me 50%. And there are preachers who do that. 
I pray just with that. They, they say, when I come, go to take offering. And then when I'm leaving, you give me 50%. People, oh, there's so many things that go on in the church. Well, do, do you get it? So, the soldiers, the, the soldiers alone is the second reality of the resurrection. That their story doesn't add up. How can you sleep at such a very serious time that you, 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 had, you were pre-warned that the disciples are likely to come and steal the body? Then you say, I don't care. I slept. You dribble. And you are so bold enough to come and tell us that the people came to... I mean, she was slapped one time. So you see that the whole thing doesn't add up. What really happened was that there was tender and then the stone, there was an earthquake and the stone was rolled away and the angel of the Lord sat on the stone. That is exactly what happened. They couldn't say it. A tomb is empty and they could not fight it. As soldiers trained for whatever, they could not fight the angels of God when they came to open it. They couldn't fight it. And the real thing is that Jesus died, he was buried in the tomb and he rose again on the third day. Sorry, Dad. Stand to your feet, please. Hallelujah. <laughs> so please, don't go around telling stories when you know the real thing. You see that? Yeah. I'm the pastor. I've been a pastor over here for a long time. I, I know your stories. Coco, don't I know stories? So you don't I know stories? Don't I know? You see me? Ah, I know stories. Don't I know stories? You know? Yeah. You like? Lady Pastor, you like? Ah. Lady Pastor, Jojo. Just hear happy people, but please don't, don't, don't wake up a sleepy snake. Professor, <laughs> uh, uh, Professor, that if you come after one of our sheep, if you come, we will come for you. Uh, so we'll come for you. He said, being a shepherd is one of the greatest professions. The shepherd must take care of the sheep. He said, if you come for the sheep, be it one or two, we will come for you. That, that is how wild we are with the church and what we are doing. Father, help us. We believe in the resurrection. We believe in the virgin birth. We believe in the sufferings of Christ. We believe at the end of it all, he had to die. He had to be buried. And the grave could not hold him captive because what you sent him for was to liberate us from death that Adam brought on us. And so it was not possible that death that overpowered Adam could overpower the second Adam. Thank you for Jesus and thank you for the victory we have. That when we die, we will rise and we will live forever with you in heaven. Thank you for Resurrection Sunday. Thank you for your, the message you've spoken to us about. I pray that we will hold it deep in our heart and dear to our hearts. And I will not forget it all the rest of our days. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are here this afternoon. You are not saved. You are not born again. And say, Bishop, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Wherever you are, you want to lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Bishop, please pray for me. I'm not saved. I'm not born again. If I die right now, I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell. Please pray with me. I want to be saved. If you are here like that, just a right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I see that hand. I see that hand. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Uh, can I ask you to come to me? I want to pray for you. Come. Come leave your seat and come. Clap for them. Yes. With your hand like that. I see you, my sister. Come to me. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Come to me. Sir, what's your hand like? If you lifted up your hand, please come to me. Right here in front. Give your heart to God. Give your life to Jesus Christ. A resurrection Sunday. There's nothing better. Does the Lord take my life? God bless you. 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 Come. You lifted up your hand. You want to give your heart to Jesus. Walk to the front. Boldly. I'll pray with you. So Christ, I 
up your two hands if you can. Close your eyes and pray this prayer after me. You see, this is a very simple prayer. The Bible says that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. What you say with your tongue comes to pass. God created us in his image and in his likeness. The Bible says he said, let there be light and there was light. So what you say actually carries a spirit. Jesus said in John chapter 6 verse 63 that it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So believe God with me that every word we are saying now is meaningful and it's going to happen and it's already happened. So say after me, chair joining us, we pray. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I believe Jesus died. I believe Jesus was buried. I believe Jesus rose again from the dead. I believe in this Jesus, the Son of the living God. And I receive him into my life. I receive him into my heart as my Savior and my Lord. And I believe that my life has changed. I believe I'm born again. I am now a child of God. I have power and my name is in the book of life. Thank you, Father. Saving my soul in Jesus' name, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's Word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.